What's up, gang? How you guys doing? It is Lieutenant Sal Blue, 28-year law enforcement veteran and the author of the top 25 mistakes in route to the good life. Make sure you guys go on over to Lieutenant Sal Blue and pick up your copy today, man. Giving it away free. Let's just ask you guys to pay the shipping on that, man. And uh, you'll have that copy in your hands in no time. Do it on Amazon, it'll be there really quick. You know, Amazon Prime and everything. So we'll get that thing out to you today. And if you want, you can get the immediate digital download um, for uh, like nine bucks, eight bucks or something like that. Or you can get um, the audio book, right? You can pick up the audio book. If you have Audible, you can get it for free. So go ahead over there, over to LieutenantSoundBlue.com and pick up my my, uh, new book, Top 25 Mistakes in Routes to the Good Life, uh, second edition, as well as my audio book, guys. So um, I will see you guys over at Lieutenant Sal Blue. So let's get started with today's podcast, man. In today's podcast, man, I want to say something that I was listening to. Uh, um, I don't watch I don't watch the news. I don't watch a lot of TV. Um, a lot of times I just watch little blogs and blurps of news on my phone, right? And I was listening to Joe Osteen, and he's an inspirational uh, religious speaker. And I'm not religious, but inspiration is inspiration no matter where it comes from. Remember that, guys. Don't be biased to your happiness. Don't be biased. Don't do it. Allow your messages to come from wherever they come from. The universe gives everyone and everybody the ability to reach you in that moment of need, okay, to, to allow you to understand a message that you need to hear, right? He could have been saying this message and, and 20 different people would have interpreted it uh, 20 different ways. But what I pulled out of it was this, guys. Um, what I pulled out of his message was, don't let how you feel ruin your confidence in what you do. And, and I'm not quoting him directly, but I'm still giving him credit because it was his words that got me to thinking about um, my emotions, my emotions and my confidence, right? And so let's talk about that for a minute um, when we talk about emotions. We are constantly, as people, right? We are constantly caught up in our emotions. And for most of us, they rule our life. Like everything we do is based on our emotions. And I've talked about that in many podcasts but I want to get deep into it a little bit more today because I feel like this is a message that I need to get across to you guys to let you guys know that um, I've been there, okay? And I've made the change, and I believe that you guys can make the change to have a better life, okay? Now, it is a constant battle, right, um, when, it, when this occurs, when it comes to our emotions because most of the time we have very little control over our emotional triggers, right? Things that trigger us. You know, um, I hear the term trigger all the time now, and everybody talks about, um, you know, I feel triggered. This is triggering me. And it is so many things, right? Simple things that trigger so many people emotionally that it is so easy to manipulate an individual by the push of a button. Or as you say, as at the flip of a trigger, you can um, emotionally, mentally, 
disrupt the person's entire life because they are so easily triggered because they wear all their triggers on their sleeves, man. They show you each and every trigger, everything that bothers them, okay? And they're so open emotionally that um, it's easy to get what you want out of people by just pushing the right trigger and getting them to react the way you want. And so I try to teach everybody that I'm around, especially my family, friends, to not allow their triggers to be on their sleeve, right? Their emotions, right? Not to allow to be triggered. But if this is your current state, guys, if this is your current state, you may identify with that. And see, and this is what I'm trying to get through to you because a lot of people do it. You may identify by saying to yourself that you're an emotional person, right? Um, identifying yourself as an emotional person is uh, it's, it's pretty much it's a waste of time, right? We all have emotions and we all feel emotions. To identify yourself as an emotional person, it's just you saying in your best words is that you have no control over your emotions, that someone else is pulling the strings on your life. And that's what you're saying in a nutshell. And I don't want you to identify with your emotions. You are not your emotions. You are you and your emotions are feelings, all right, outside of you based on things and situations that happen in your life. So understand that when it comes to uh, identifying yourself as your person of emotions, right? Now, um, this is probably one of the biggest obstacles that me personally, I had to overcome, right? Yes, that's right, me. I had to overcome the obstacle of identifying myself with my emotions, okay? Um, and and this happened to me um, when I entered into the world of law enforcement, basically. When I entered in the world of law enforcement, um, I was a very emotional person. I was young, I was 21 uh, years old, and uh, I had a lot of, as they say, testosterone built up inside of me with no direction, right? So a lot of that was built up inside of me, no direction. So um, early on in my career, uh, when I entered law enforcement with uh, this tons of enthusiasm, as I like to say, and no idea what it took to get people to listen to me. This is how I entered my career, right? And and there was really no solid training for this just entering into the academy, right? There was a lot of uh, physical attributes, right? A lot of confrontational uh, situations, right? But um, nobody truly, truly acted out what you will be dealing with when you dealt with people and the variety of emotions and feelings that go through all of us as individuals. So I wasn't prepared for it. I was prepared for the physical aspect. I was prepared to uh, shoot a person from 25 yards away. I was prepared for that, right? Marksman. Um, I was prepared to, uh, to take somebody down, physical tactics. I was prepared for that, right? And, and I was also prepared to tell a person to get on their knees, cross their legs, put their hands behind their head, come behind them, assess them, cuff them. I was prepared for all the physical stuff. It is the mental stuff that makes or breaks your career as an officer. I want you guys to know that if any officers are listening right now, 
It is your mental game that you must master in order to be great at what you do. Your mental game. So um, I want to get into that. And I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about what happened to me in my career and why I was thrown for such a loop in the beginning of my career, right? So coming in with tons of enthusiasm, like I said, I had no idea what it took to get people to do what I needed them to do. And that was even though, right, I had the law on my side, right? Um, You were doing wrong. I represent the law. I am telling you to do right. And you still don't listen. You know, how am I going to get past that, right? I can't just label you as a, a just, you're a constant lawbreaker and that's all you're going to do. No, I can't just categorize all types of people in a group and handle them that way. I can't do that, right? Every individual has to be assessed. Every situation for that every individual that I'm separating also has to be assessed, right? You can't categorize one person for an action that they took yesterday, today, with a new action. You can't do it. And that is why you constantly have to work on your mental game. Your mental game has to be um, on point. In order for it to be on point, guess what it can't be? It can't be ruled by your emotions, right? It can't be ruled by your emotions. But that was the problem I had, right? Uh, so now being young, right? And extremely immature, my first attempt to get people to do what I wanted was based on because the because I said so concept. Do you guys know what the because I said so concept is? <laughs> if anybody is is my age in your 50s or maybe not too much uh, younger than that, you know that that was our parents go to. Right. They didn't have any explanations because they didn't know any explanations to what they were telling us to do, it was because I said so. When they ran out of answers, they went to because I said so, right? And usually you listen because they were your parents, right? You did it anyway. You did your chores. You washed your dishes. You did what you had to do because they were your parents, right? Well, if you understand my immaturity, then guess what you think that my second second um, concept was, Right? And as I tell people, this may work for um, your children if you're a parent, but um, it very rarely works on adults. So, uh, so that one was a wash for me most of the time, right? But I was immature. I really didn't know how to handle it. And I went to that. I went to that go-to. And um, I failed at it dramatically. So what do you guys think that the next progression was in my trying to get people to do what I want, right? When that didn't work, right? I went to what I learned as a child from my parents once again, which was the threats of pain, right? The threats of pain through punishment, guys. Now, my parents would say that you're on punishment and you can't watch TV or you're on punishment and you have to stay in your room or you're on punishment and you can't go outside for a week or a month or the summer or whatever it was, right? And those punishments were extremely painful to me, right? So I figured, hey, if, if it worked on me, maybe it'll work on other people 
when it comes to me getting them what to do. So my threat was immediately I went to like fines, sanctions, right? Loss of freedom, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Tons of things that were only based on bringing some form of pain to that individual, right? And that was my next go-to. And so it was um, um, compliance through compliance through punishment. That's what I was trying to do, right? And this worked a lot of times, right? This worked, sadly, this worked a lot of times on a lot of people, right? But over the years, I found it extremely exhausting and eventually ineffective on most people. So it just, it got to the point where certain people just didn't give a shit, right? They didn't care, right? Their life was so bad and their struggle was so hard that they didn't even, they no longer cared about the punishments or the fines. They said they basically have given up and they have nothing left to give. So where do I go from there? How do I continue to do my job, right? And get people to do what I'm asking them to do if, right, I haven't figured it out yet, right? If I haven't figured it out yet, right? So I was trying to get people to do, to do what I wanted through the use of negative emotions, Right now, think about this real quick, guys. I was using negative emotions to try to get people to um, comply with me uh, for things that I felt were beneficial to them or positive to the community, to the environment, or or when I was in a prison to the freaking cell block. Right. So um, I was trying to get people to comply. Right. And uh, to do what was best for everybody. But I was using negative emotions. Now, although, like I said, this was effective at times, it took me to, uh, it took, it brought me to a point, right, where these negative emotions began to build up inside of me. They began to build up inside of me. And and the words I'm trying to find here is, uh, um, they began to shape and mold my character, uh, to someone who I did not recognize, right? A person filled with negative emotions, right? And every encounter that I had with people ended up being so negative that um, I really didn't know who I was at one time when I was dealing with people, right? Now, the problem, um, the problem is, as with most people who use these negative tactics, is... Um, um, they'll find that it will become more and more difficult to pull out, right? To pull out of the situation that they're in. Because when you're constantly using negative tactics to, to come to what you feel is a positive um, solution or positive resolution, you begin to cloud the waters, okay, of what your resolution really is that you think is positive. Because you're going about it the wrong way. You're going about it in a negative fashion. So eventually, um, you'll be doing things that for people, not because it is something positive, but because it is something that you want them to do. And you figured out some negative tactics to manipulate people to get what you want, to do negative things. So understand that, guys. It takes over your entire life, that negativity that you constantly work with. And, and soon you start bringing it to all aspects of your life, right? You bring it to your 
your family, your personal life, right? You start to try to manipulate situations negatively, right? With your, with your significant other, wife, husband, right? You start to try to manipulate your kids using these negative tactics. You start to try to manipulate people that you are around with these negative tactics. These negative tactics become you because deep down inside, you are a spoiled brat who did not get beyond the fact that everything does not need to go your way, right? But you're fighting, you're fighting that brat all the way to emotional maturity, if you ever get there, guys. But during that way, you're losing yourself with your negativity. So um, I'm going to continue on and tell you more about my life. This is where I was at, guys. This was me, Mr. Negative. I know it seems hard to believe. It was very, very early in my career, but I was consumed by it, right? I was consumed by it. And so after this negativity began to take over my mindset, it ruined all the aspects of my life, right? It ruined relationships with my family, friends, you know, um, significant others. It just ruined everything about me. But um, one day, after after years, probably, of watching me fail at all levels in my life, I mean, I was off the rails, as they like to say. I was off the rails and things were going bad for me. And I had a lieutenant that stepped in who eventually became my mentor. Um, and he gave me a word of advice or several words of advice um, because I respected him at such a high level. And um, his words of advice, right, changed my job, my career, and my life forever. Forever it changed my life, right? And um, and I'm going to give you those those words that he used with me, but I just want to tell you guys, when it comes to emotions, right, and it comes to negativity, uh, it is almost like playing with fire, right? If you continually play with fire, you will eventually get burned, right? If you continually use negativity in your life to get things that you want, okay, it will eventually consume all aspects of your life, right? You will have a miserable life, right? You won't be able to crawl out of it. That's how bad it'll be, right? But I was fortunate. My mentor stepped in and he talked to me. And you want to know what he told me? He said, I see how you handle all these situations, Blue. Um, and you need to do this something different. Now, and I need you to trust me on this, right? I have years of experience. And, and I think that who you were when you first got here um, does not reflect who you're going to be for the rest of your career, if you listen to me. I think you got a lot of energy and a lot of potential. And so I listened to him. And he basically told me to use right? This is incredible, right? And this is a trick, right? This is the kicker for all of you guys out there who don't know how to manage situations. He said, use only positive emotions when dealing with negative people, right? Use only positive emotions when dealing with negative people, right? And he went on to say, right? Don't allow someone else's darkness to consume 
your light. Right? And um, when he said it, I almost felt like a huge relief was uh, lifted off of my chest. Because I was allowing the environment that I was in, the very dark environment that I was in, to consume all of the light in me. And so um, it was almost impossible for me to gain respect where I was at. It was almost impossible for me to get people to do what I wanted. And the reason why was they see no compassion in my eyes for their situations and what they were dealing with, right? Because I just came off as raw and negative, right? But when I began to use positive emotions on every situation that I dealt with with people, even when I had to step up my game physically, right? Um, I knew that in my mind, I wasn't out to hurt anybody, right? I was out to protect them at all costs, right? And so sometimes in order to protect somebody, you have to be physical. You have to take them down, cuff them, whatever you have to do, restrain them, right? But negative, no negative was involved in it, even if the altercation got super physical, right, where I had to physically um, fight, whether it was for my life or not, I was still positive about it, right? I was still positive about it. You can feel emotions of fear and stuff like that, right? But if you're always coming at things in a positive manner, that fear will be switched to understanding, right? You understand what you have to do in that situation, in that moment, right? And as soon as that moment is done, you're back. You're back to your positive emotions because there's a positive emotion for every phase that you are going through when it comes to dealing with confrontation. So understand that, guys. Um, now, now, these words help me to become a new person and master my craft in law enforcement. It helped me to master my craft in law enforcement, guys. And it changed me. It changed me forever. And and so when people see me now, right? When people see me now, they have no idea of the pain and heartache that I went through for like the first 24 or five years of my life. It was it was horrible. It was horrible because I was managing everything in my life through negative emotions because that's what I learned. That's what I was taught until someone enlightened me and taught me more and I began to grow. So um, as I wrap this up today, I I, I just got one thing that I want to uh, read to you guys and I need you guys to promise promise yourself to do this, right? And I I read this on a regular basis, right? Uh, Once a month and it is my... Optimism Creed is by Tony Robbins and it is powerful. And I want you guys to promise yourself that you will, uh, I don't know, take the transcripts from this and write it down. Okay. So the first one is promise yourself to be strong so that to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. Right. To take health, happiness, prosperity to every person you meet. To make all your friends feel that there is something of value in them. To look at the sunny side of everything 
and make your optimism come true. Right? To think only the best, to work only for the best, and to expect the best, right? To just be as enthusiastic about the success of others as you are about your own. To forget the mistakes of the past and press on to the greater achievements of the future. To wear a cheerful countenance at all times and give every living creature you meet a smile, right? That's important. And to give so much time to improvement of yourself that you have no time to criticize others. That's one of my favorite right there. Okay. And last but not least, to be too large for worry, too noble for anger, too strong for fear, and too happy to permit the presence of trouble. Just think about that. That is that is an optimism creed by Tony Robbins, and I suggest you guys read it every day until you memorize it, right? Read it every day until you memorize it. Um, I've written it down. I've taken a picture of it. I have it on my phone in my notes, and um, and it is worth reading because it will get you to make sure that your mindset is in the right place, guys, when you are trying to uh, live every day of your life, right? And not just achieve the goals that you want, but live every day of your life, man. Um, I tell people all the time, people are so filled, so filled with, um, with so many negative emotions that they don't have time to see the good things in life and the positive things that can happen for them, right? They, they're, they're filled with guilt, right? Guilt of, of the past and things that have happened to them, you know, past mistakes they have made, right? They're filled with worry. They're worrying about their job. They're worrying about the bills, how they're going to pay tomorrow's bills and their income, right? They're full of bitterness, bitterness, so much bitterness, about other people, right? They just can't let things go. Full of bitterness, you know? And 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 they're full of jealousy. They're full of jealousy. Jealous about what other people have that they don't have, guys. And I'm telling you, all of these negative emotions will consume you and they will stop you from moving forward, right? It has happened to me in my past and I promised myself I would never, ever again let these type of things happen in my life. So um, listen, I'm wrapping it up for today, man. Make sure once again, I'm gonna remind you guys, hop on over to Lieutenant Sound Blue and pick up your copy today. I'm running this special till I give away 10,000 copies of my book, Top 25 Mistakes in Rise to the Good Life. So hop on over there and get that as soon as you can. As well as guys, going over to the Facebook group um, top 25 mistakes and leave me a comment and let me know what what um topics you want me to talk about tomorrow the next day the next day or whatever right uh, and if you give me a topic i will name you in my podcast all right i will shout you out in my podcast not i don't do shout outs but i will name you in my podcast so um give me an idea what you want me to talk about i'll talk about that subject and I'll name you as the person who inspired me to talk about it, all right? So 
That's it. Make sure you guys check me out on social media at LieutenantStyleBlue.com. All the platforms from, from TikTok to Twitter. Check me out. I'm at all of them. And uh, I will talk to you guys tomorrow, man. You guys have a fantastic evening. All right? Deuces.